Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut your shame up. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? Hi. Good Friday. What are you doing? It's sportsing. Sportsing so hard you don't even know. What's occurring? Who's winning? The combine. Who's the combine's occurring. The NCAA is quitting. What? All, all kinds of stuff going down. The NCAA quit. Good. <laughs> they gave up today. Go away. They raised the red flag. Or I guess Good. it's not the red flag. The white flag. They surrendered. We all hate them anyway. Yeah, pretty much. They're a stupid organization. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen it, you know they they the NCAA said they were going to investigate Tennessee for clear nil nil violations. And Tennessee wasn't even like trying to hide them. <laughs> And so they said, hey, we're investigating you. And Tennessee went, no, no, you're not. And then NCAA said, yes, we are. And then Tennessee called the attorney general and the mayor and governor. And we're like, yeah, we would like to sue the NCAA. And the entire state of Tennessee was like, we're with you. And then Virginia, the, the uh, Virginia attorney general and the, uh, the governor were like, we're with you too. And so... That lawsuit is is ongoing, and today the NCAA was like, yeah, we know we're going to lose the, the lawsuit, so effectively, as of right now, they are saying they are pausing all NIL investigations and will not start any further NIL investigations. So if you're a collective today, if you're a university, if you're involved in college athletics at all, the NCAA basically just said, there's nothing we can do, it's Thunderdome, do whatever you want. 
Well, we kind of already knew that, though, right? I yeah, mean, but at least there was like they can't. They have no teeth. They haven't had teeth since the USC thing. No, but it's like right now. But they feigned resistance. Yes, it was like the like, idea. We all well, know you can, had to. They, they lifeguarded. You know, they're like, don't run by the pool. Kid keeps running. Don't run by the pool. Kid keeps running. Yeah, but they're 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 they are the governing body of record. <laughs> Not anymore. Not if people don't listen to them. Well, they just <laughs> said. They literally said themselves. We're out. Like, like, who's, who started this? Did Will Wade start this when they're like, you're suspended? And he's like, no, I'm not. It's or possibly like, that Will Wade was the first. And then Jim Harbaugh in Michigan kind of did yeah, this. Yeah. But, but they said, we'll accept your punishment if you stop the investigation. They're like, fine. But Tennessee just was like. Some people are just thumbing their nose at it like, no, nah, no. Yeah. Well, it's a trend now. Tennessee got the entire weight of the state. They got the the highest ranking authority in the state, the high, and then the highest ranking uh, attorney in the state, and they're like, "We'll just sue you to do whatever we want." And the NCAA folded like a pair of twos. It's kind of crazy. Like somewhere USC has to just be like, "Are you effing kidding me right now?" <laughs> yeah, they were the last ones that got hit. Yeah, like, you ended our dynasty. Did anything ever happen to Miami? Not really. They got they got slaps on the wrist over the Shapiro thing. They got they got dinged a little bit with some scholarships, but nothing like major. Florida State skated. North Carolina skated. Uh, was it Minnesota that had a big athletic or an academic scandal where everyone was was doing work for the athletes? Nothing ever happened there. Yeah, it was like USC was the last real one. And we've had, you know, Arizona basketball supposedly was going to get in trouble. And wasn't Kansas. the USC thing, it was like all spite, right? Wasn't it just like yeah, so the, the NCAA, Lloyd Lake or whatever didn't cooperate? or Yeah, so USC, uh, USC knew. But Reggie Bush and his family and a couple others took some cash. I think Reggie Bush was like a couple hundred grand from the uh, an agent. And so the agent comes to Reggie and is like, hey, you got to sign with me. And Reggie Bush said, I'm not signing with you. And he said, okay, well, give me my money back. And Reggie Bush said no. And so the guy went to like people at USC and was like, dude, I want my money or I'm going to blow the whistle on this. And some dumbass, like no one affiliated with USC could cut that guy a check for a couple hundred Gs to make that go away. And then when the NCAA started investigating, USC didn't cooperate. And so the NCAA was like, all right, well, watch this. And mm. they they drilled him. That hurt him. They tried with Penn State. Remember, they they, they and then Penn That's State, right. they, they had to walk him back a year or two later. Because didn't that hit the courts? That Yeah. Penn State was like, we'll sue. And so the NCAA kind of started backtracking. Man, the NCAA, rest in peace. I mean, pretty much. We hardly knew ye. Yeah. This was this was from the board of director. In response to this latest order, this was when there was an injunction uh, by, by the courts while it worked its way through. He said the NCAA enforcement staff uh, is to pause and not pause any current investigations and not begin any new investigations involving third-party participation in NIL-related activities. There will be no penalty conduct that occurs consistent with the injunction while the injunction is placed. He says that the circumstances are less than ideal, uh, and he knows that that's going to cause some concern, but he basically said that there's nothing they can do, and he said this is why the the NCAA needs to come up with rules in a uh, meeting room, not a courtroom, and he said that in his own words, saying that they can't win in court. Like, none of this stuff holds well, up we, to antitrust laws. Well, we knew that, though. Like, they... Yeah, but the, it's, mean, it's finally someone they just is, held is... on. They held on for as long as they could. Yeah. There's just... we. This is all predictable. Yeah. So the question now, it's all kind of boring, too. It's like, Jesus, just freaking... Can we fast forward to the time when 
the NCAA is out of the picture, and there's a new governing body, and there are new cool rules, and the postseason well, format is way better. This and is a big college step. football grows. This is the first time in the history of the NCAA that they have said we can do nothing. Therefore, we will. There's one thing to say that you can't do anything, but it's another thing to admit it and then lay down. I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. I mean, I, I just, I, like, when I read through this, I realize pausing NIA-related enforcement with these other bylaws are, uh, are going to cause significant questions on campus. But this is the only practical response to the injunction at this time. We hope that attorneys will work with us to clarify the next steps. Like, you're... You're saying, please, someone help us because we well, can yeah. do nothing. Exactly. You're and like the a other, frightened turtle. The other thing that's great about well, what do you want them to do? <laughs> I, I mean, they do. They can't do anything. Here's the thing that's great about this: if this, the faster this happens, the faster we get more cool new rules in place, and we can move on. Yeah. And stop. Yeah. Pretending. Well, just talking about it. It's it's so it gives me tired head talking about all the the as slow as they move in college sports, it's just. It's just like, dude, figure it out. Somebody take the reins and go, here's a great idea. Let's all do this and, you know, and then just get over all this crap. But but isn't it crazy that that you can now think how far we've come in the last three years? (laughs) If you are, if you are a collective now, you can just call the school and be like, hey, Dan Lanning, what do you need? And who do you need it for? Cool. And then you can go to that kid that the school tells you and and how much that kid needs. You can go to that kid and be like, hey, this is how much we'll give you for coming to campus. By the way, we can put incentive clauses in it. We can make it a yearly contract. We can give you these guarantees. You can have performance. Like all of these things. You can sign whatever you want. And like no one can do anything. It's just it's kind of crazy. Like it, to think about where we were a couple years ago, even with the Jim Harbaugh stuff, right? Because Harbaugh was claiming it was about hamburgers and like a free hotel room, which we know it was more than that. But it wasn't that long ago that buying a kid a meal or giving him some some you know a, a few walking around bucks or you know paying for his parents to fly to a to a game was like the end well, all, the be all. And now we're like. You can do whatever you want, and not just the the school, but all the third parties, too. Look, I say it's about time. <laughs> Kids deserve whatever they can get. That's the way it should have been all along. Amateurism is stupid. It's finally crumbling. It took way too long. Just give me some dope football. I think we're going to get it. I just want to watch cool football games with Hail Marys and no. awesome fourth down decisions and, no. like, controversy. You know? I, I, the only thing that's saving me right now well, two things. There are two things that are saving me as a college football fan. One is that Oregon and Washington made it to the Big Ten, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, It's just awesome. It's going to be great watching them play a Big Ten schedule. I'm very intrigued by that. Where the program is at at Oregon is great. And so that right there, saving grace. Because if I'm an Oregon State fan, I'm just demoralized. Yeah. Or a kook fan. And the other thing saving me is that Kansas is actually pretty good. And we're in kind of a conference. So that, other than that, I'd be out on college football. You I know, this see, is this is annoying. It's it's it's, it's, it's annoying. It, Figure it out yeah. because you're obviously the sport is disrupted and it's different and it's never going to be the same. I get that. I'm actually not opposed to the change. Like I said, it should have been 15, 25, 30, 45 change, years ago. You just want the change to happen. Just get to the end game. The weird thing is, is until you break away and you get all these parties to to come to the table, 
you can't have any of that because that's what the NCAA just said in, the, in that statement from the board of directors saying we need attorneys to help us in, in many rooms because any meaningful well guidelines or rules that you try to put on anyone, you just get sued and you lose. But what's happening? But see, the NCAA is out. Like that guy is speaking from this place of, well, the NCAA needs to reform. They're out. Yeah. Anybody with a brain can see that. Yeah. The question is, is who takes over now? I don't and, know. Well, we've already seen who is taking over. Well, the SEC and the Big the Ten. The SEC and the Big Ten are taking over. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. we'll uh, put in some new rules. Yeah, there's a void here, and we'll step up. So so now the next question is, is do they just is – that, that's just the new governing body? Is it the college football playoff You know, yeah. board of directors or whoever, whomever that is? Or who is it? Because – that's really the next question. It's not the NCAA. I just wonder that unless this becomes a union and it's collectively bargained, I, I don't. Unless you just give the players and the schools everything they want, and you have the system where there is no rules and it truly is Thunderdome, which is kind of what we have now. I just don't know how you get everyone on on the same page to stop suing, like. Because we, don't we all agree that there has to be some sort of structure, right, for the, the long-term benefit of it? But if you keep getting your ass kicked in court, like, there's really no... Unless everyone gets together and says, we all agree to this, we're signing it, players alike, I, I just... I, I don't know how this happens. I, I don't know how you get to that point without, like you said, it becoming a full-on, unionized, collectively bargained, minor league NFL. Well, if I know anything about the powers that be in college football, it will take them years and well, years. Well, if they if it takes them years, then years and years and years. Buckle up because you are gonna have it's Thunderdome. Yeah, it's Thunderdome. So again, I'm just gonna ignore how kids get on campus. I don't care. I'm happy that Oregon is good. They're the Big Ten, and I'm happy that Kansas is good. Other than that, yeah, I I don't I don't know. I don't have the answers, <laughs> and I'm and I'm tired. I'm tired of all of it. It's nauseating. Yeah. It's a pitchers and catchers. <laughs> pitchers and catchers. And, and underwear, the NFL. And underwear Olympics. Guys running fast. Yeah. And, that, and Caleb Williams. I and everyone hates Caleb Williams. The, and, the, the combine does nothing for me. And I'm a huge NFL fan. Yeah. I, I can't watch this crap. I'm exhausted at the Caleb Williams narrative. Like people are What's the narrative now? Well, they're, they're now making him out he's to be. Great. They're making him out to be the villain. Oh, he, he's the villain. He's now. the villain. Oh, yeah. Right. He is getting. He is going to get raked over the coals. Well, he well, seems... he's supposed to be the first ever to refuse medical evaluation from some teams but this or something. Is my, this is my, see, this is the headline. This is the, the part this crap. And, and I don't know, and, may, and maybe that's BS that, that they're even putting that out there. Exactly. But. So there was a, the, uh, a, 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 like the reports that were coming out yesterday from, from real NFL reporters. And this, this is the part that's stupid. They were like, Kayla Williams becomes first ever to refuse medical from all 32 teams. That's the headline. That's what I read. That's the headline, right? Yep. And you just and I read e that. and everyone instantly. What a selfish son of a bitch! I want nothing to do. Who does this guy think he is? And if you just if you read a little further down, Caleb Williams is just saying, "I'm not going to subject myself to 32 medical examinations because 32 teams aren't going to draft me." He said, "Anyone that is interested in drafting me, i.e., the first three to four teams, when they have me to their workouts, where I'll throw, where I'll run, all those things, they will have access to all my medical records, and they can examine. They can examine me." Did all thirty-two teams want to do it, or I mean, because all teams would somebody it. want yes. to trade up, when, and, and for when, that reason, should he have to? When you go to the combine, all the teams you go into medical rooms, and there's four teams per room. Each one gets a limb, and they 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 yank on all your and you know 
your limbs and they look through everything. All right. And it's a very invasive and it's a very it's it's a tough process. And Caleb Williams is like, well, no. Why am I doing this for 32 teams? 32 teams won't draft me. They said, if you want to draft me, cool. Set up an individual one-on-one with me. You can have my medical records. And 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 that's that's not that out of out of whack. But the the story today. Or the story yesterday is that Caleb Williams is a spoiled brat, and I'm not a huge Caleb Williams guy. I'm not trying to sit here and defend him, but we're we're now creating a narrative where the guy, like the first question at the combine today was, "Why are you afraid to compete?" <laughs> like, get the f out of here. We're trying to make this, and now that it was leaked that he got 10 million in nil oh, money, no. oh no, we are going to paint this kid. The media will will paint this young man as everything that is wrong with new college football, and he is going to get kicked in the junk throughout this whole process and picked apart. And I'm not saying that some of the criticism isn't warranted. This kid is not a villain, and they are going to make him out as such. Well, and at least the reporter got dragged for asking that. Every Everyone well, is crushing that Can person. I just make a lay statement about the Combine? It's kind of, it doesn't seem to be going in the direction of the elite guys don't really need it. And they're showing that. Like Marvin Marvin Harrison is just like, he's just not even playing in their reindeer game. He didn't even interview. At least Caleb Williams is talking. So if you are, I mean, I get why middle of the road guys or maybe some, you know, lower round guys, uh, or sorry, higher round guys would, I mean, the combine is a very important thing. Absolutely. uh, To evaluate players. But for the elite guys, it's becoming less and less. It's becoming less and less important. And they make way more and more out of it in the media. It's like, we shouldn't really, honestly, the only reason we're into this is because there's really nothing else going on right now. It gives us now. NFL content. Well, and because it, the NFL is right. massive. That's why. You're NFL right. is king, and they can put something on every calendar month for us to consume, and right. we will talk about but it. But the point is is that this is really not that, like, to your point about Caleb Williams, like, we make way too much of everything that is happening here. Yes. We probably shouldn't even dive in much to this. I get why we do, but we don't need to over-analyze no. the stupid underwear olympics and Agreed. we certainly don't need to televise every damn second of it <laughs> now, now you guys you guys got a lot of hot takes in the first segment right yes, there you're welcome we're fired up yeah, let's go i'm pissed off Friday. all right some people saying way too much sports in that first well, you know what shut Friday. up take this sports oh. take this sports and you just yeah, got you sports hard up. you know shut up <laughs> shut up would you guys shut up Time I, t- I say shut up now, I'm going shit. Hey, you shut up. Hey, will you shut up? Hey, shut up. Hey, will you shut up? Shut up, Michigan. Hey, shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, we're very high tea today. Uh, we'll get back with the poll question next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh no, oh no. IT today, baby. Let's go. Philly Sports Talk Radio, here we come. So today, uh, here's the poll question. Look, I this is the time of year we're in, in on the sports calendar, because I, I just... This will maybe galvanize it for you, crystallize it, whatever word you want to use. But here are two poll questions that I considered today. Okay. These did not make the cut, but I considered uh, putting up the poll question of, do you believe in pigeons? <laughs> and do you recline your seat on an airplane? Now, the pigeon one's pretty obvious. The reclining seat one, I, I, I could get into. It's very controversial. It is Well, we will get into it. Yeah. But I didn't, it didn't make the cut. I feel, but very, that's, I feel strongly about that. That's kind of where we're at uh, in the sports calendar. Yeah. Uh, so here is what... Which is, which is why, by the way, the combine is yes, a big deal. Exactly. That's what I just said. Yeah. yeah. Like last yeah. segment. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, the poll question does pertain to the stupid combine where guys run around in tights and... Do whatever they do. People comment on it. Um, what was I telling you? Uh, the poll question. It relates to running around and. Oh yeah, it's on that. the combine. Yeah. So I did a combine poll question today. It's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over sixty years. AAAIAQ.com. It's on X at ten eighty the fan. Yesterday, which legendary Northwest coach would look the strangest coaching his rival? Mm. Uh, Mike Riley did win that. Yeah. I Mike Riley at Oregon. Got fifty five percent of the vote. I just can't see that. I think we're playing the varsity. It just would be beyond strange. Now Don James at Oregon got twenty two percent. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Except a lot of the younger people are like, who the hell's Don? You know, who's Don well, James? Read a book. I know. Do you uh, think anyone reads books anymore? Come on. Jack Ramsey with the Sonics, fifteen percent, and then Chip Kelly at UW, eight percent. Really? People could see it. I think that's just because he bounced around. He's bounced around a exactly. lot. Exactly. Like know? I could so see Chip no one, anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, offensive coordinator at Ohio State, I did not see. <laughs> right. That just. Hey, t- I was talking to Bartu about that. That's bizarre. He said, "Great, dude. That's a great move for Ohio State." Yeah. Now he just gets to. He doesn't have to deal with anything else. Ohio well, State I just were, mean they just got a really good offensive ex- coordinator. Exactly, and like he, and that's all not, he cares about. And they don't have to have Chip do anything other than just call plays. You think Chip's going to recruit? I don't think so. He's going to sit in his room and, you know, just again dial up plays. So the poll question is this today: It is pinned to the top of our profile there. So vote and vote hard. What is the biggest red flag from a potential first round pick at the combine? Hmm. Conspiracy theorist, slower than expected forty. Avoids the medical exam or shuns it altogether. Mm. Vote. The medical exams for me. And vote hard. I think that's the most. But you were just making a whole thing of that that's not that big of a deal. Well, if you're you're not wanting to subject yourself to teams, like, like, I got to clarify. Not releasing medicals and saying that you're not interested in any team looking at you would be the biggest red flag. That's not what Caleb Williams is doing. If Caleb Williams was pulling, or even if Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't care how good you are, if your response to me was, you will not get a look at my medicals and you will not examine me before the draft, I don't care how good you are, I would never draft you. 
if if Wemby did that as the number one pick and said, you will not look at me, I'd be like, okay, well, then we're trading out of this. That, to me, is the number one thing that I would look at if I was evaluating a guy is simply can he withstand the punishment and the rigors of an NFL season. If you look at what derails, you know, like talented players more than anything else, there's two things. One, it's just your attitude, right? If you're an idiot and you don't put any effort in. And the other one is medical. Like we can sit there and look at at, at, at Ryan Leaf. Are we going to consider Leaf to maybe be the biggest bust in NFL history? Whoa. Um, he's, he's up there. He's up for there, sure. right? So Ryan Leaf will tell you that one, he was a, he was a pill guy and he was a drunk. And then the other one was he got hurt. And, you know, he ended up with, with a wrist that he just he couldn't throw the football. So if you have a body that isn't built to take the rigors, if you have, like with Michael Penix, the biggest thing for me with Michael Penix, everyone's going to talk about how he throws and, you know, the, the film evaluation, <clears throat> whatever. I want to know if Michael Penix, who's had, I think, three or four season-ending injuries, do my doctors believe that he can hold up for more than two or three years? Because if I'm taking a guy number one, I'm taking a guy 13, hell, if I'm taking a guy within the first three rounds, and my medical team says, dude, he's not going to last three years, I don't want him. It's such a nasty physical game. So that's my biggest one, would would be the medicals. If he doesn't want to submit to medical examinations and I'm going to draft the guy and the other one is I just want to talk to him and I want to see where he's at. Okay. I want to see if he's an idiot. So you think the Marvin Harrison Jr. thing is not a huge deal? I don't love it. Because he, if you don't know, he he's not even there. He, yeah. He's not doing anything. He doesn't even have an agent. He's just like, ah, you guys know me. And and wasn't he supposed to speak? Like he was he was scheduled he to. He was scheduled to and he just said, no, I'm not doing anything. It's one thing if you say I'm not going to go ahead of time, but if, if people think you're going to be there and then you're not, maybe a little different. Yeah, I mean, what do you what like, do you think of that? Again, I don't love it, but as long as he, so he's by all accounts the number one receiver on the board and outside of quarterbacks, the number one player, right? People say that he's this can't miss prospect. I don't really believe in can't miss prospects. Like, there's some really good receivers in this draft. I, Marvin Harrison is the best, but is he that much better than Malik Neighbors? Is he that much better than Roma Dunze? I, you know, they're they're both really really productive players. It's not like we've never seen a receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. My God, Calvin Johnson might have been the best collegiate receiver I've ever seen. You realize that guy at 6'6", 240 whatever pounds ran four three five. So let's not act like Marvin Harrison is the greatest receiver prospect anyone's ever seen. He's really good. So if he doesn't want to participate in the combine, that's fine. But if I'm drafting number two or number three or five, wherever he's going to go, and he doesn't want to sit down and talk to me, he's not willing to talk to my coaches, he's not willing to sit down on a, on a race board and go over concepts, then no, I don't want him. So I, I think it can be alarming, but I'm not the, – the combine itself – is not the end all to be all. It's are you willing to go through a evaluation process with individual teams? And if you're not, then I I, I want nothing to, to do with you. Then you're you're not willing to compete. You're not willing for for me to take a look at you. And why would I invest that much in you when I know there's other players that that maybe you're better than you, maybe they're worse than you, but they're 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 in the same category. And why would I blindly pick something if I'm buying a a five hundred thousand dollar car, and and the dealership tells me that I can't test drive it. Eh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I hear you. Vote, vote hard. 
It's on X at 1080 The Fan. Uh, we'll move on to a uh, college football Friday grab bag. Now, this was originally slated to be a college football Thursday grab bag, but that's how wild it's been around here. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, during the club, we'll talk about reclining seats on an airplane. Yeah. Apparently, that has become quite the controversy. It has. Uh, and it didn't used to be. It no. used to be that's what everyone did. You recline your seat. Uh, it is not anymore. No. It's considered rude, mm. and you shouldn't do it, according to some. Some. Not all. Yeah. So that'll be later. Uh, we'll get to our College Football Friday grab bag coming up next. Here's Buck. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, down to the college football Friday grab bag. A lot of uh, things in the notes here, uh, one of which, very simply, and, and uh, on a positive note, uh, did you see that the uh, Ducks versus them videos that the uh, Oregon program put out last year? Yeah. You know, those are those game recap vids. They did a really nice job with those. They did a great job with them. Yeah. They went viral. That's the one where we learned uh, of Lanning's... Um, well, that was the pre, you know, the Colorado pregame. Yeah, that's the, where we got the talk with your helmet, right? Clicks versus They're fighting wins. for clicks. We're fighting for wins. <laughs> that's one of the great ones, by the way, because <laughs> no one plays for more clicks than Oregon. I but don't know. Also, if, play for wins. I don't know if building out that video staff was Lanning's idea when he got here, but there was a noticeable difference from this season or most recent season to the previous, and it was impressive. I thought those videos, and they did one after every game. They got fifty-five million views good lord on internet well there's a reason why people do that stuff i mean dion when he got to colorado had his very own team that he brought with him which is i just it is interesting that they did the whole I thing ran through that bull junk you wrote <laughs> they did oregon and, and landing did that whole thing about how we're not doing for you know, doing anything for clicks and helmet and all that and yet 55 million clicks tuned into those yeah they did a really nice job with them that's the irony of it yeah they just released a, an off-season workout one which i'm sure is nothing like uh, as good as the the in-season ones but yeah he grinding them yeah i saw that they're running around in their sports bras and and all that wait what well they like everyone now wears the heart rate monitors and like the gps uh. tractors and, and they look like you're wearing yeah the, the tracking bras. devices because they're like they're measuring your your chest inhalation yeah. and exhale and your pulse and your heart rate they just it looks like a sports bra. well if you've got 55 million views or whatever i mean that's significant dough advertising wise oh absolutely if you can sell it i guarantee they do i mean, I why, mean why wouldn't you well, exactly, but I, well, it's new, <laughs> yeah. so that's the first. The, they probably just went out, you know, they put it out as promotional material at mm -hmm. first, but now, sure, coming into this year, yeah, those things should be sponsored. Oh, I, I can't imagine that they, they maybe won't Debella, be. 
Oh, there you go. DeBella's got a little free money now that uh, the, the Timbers are... I think we always see the Nike logo on the front and back end of it. I don't, but Nike's not that that counts as an advertisement for them, but they're they're getting their logo on it. <laughs> yeah, something tells hey. me. I, does Nike even have to pay to be on, or does Nike just tell Oregon to We just get to be on there. And put the swoosh on there. As well as like Washington, who whose deal with Adidas, they said that they want to be the... the they want to be the the organ for Nike. That's Washington's goal for Adidas. For Adidas, mm. <laughs> like, eh. that's kind of Kansas. Well, Kansas certainly has that. Well, I think I mean, we're the biggest Adidas school. Oh, it's not even close. I mean, Adidas doesn't have many schools, and and I've said this with UW, like, and I know UW fan always took it. Everyone in, in UW hates Nike because obviously Oregon. But oh come on, they'd be a Nike school in a second. If well, they... it doesn't behoove Washington like. Adidas is not cool to kids. It's just not. Yeah. You talk to anyone on the recruiting trail, and it is a it is a negative that Washington is an Adidas mm-hmm. school. Yeah, I think it's a negative that Kansas is too. Yeah, it's but just I will it's say... not viewed as is the, the the cool thing that kids want to be a part of. I'm not saying it's the end all, the be all, but it does not help no. you. No, but they're just I there's mean, just too much money, big and, money deals. Yeah, yeah. It's just that uh, I, I will say this at Adidas, and I hate that Kansas is not a, a Nike, Nike school because I'm a Nike guy. They used to be. But, you know, if I go shopping for new KU gear every yep. couple of years, yep. I'm like, oh, yep. it's all the Adidas crap. And I don't like that. But uh, I will say with their jerseys and stuff, at least on the basketball side, well, well no, nah, football. Football, it's too. Get, it's getting better. They've done a pretty good job with it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some of that stuff's pretty cool. It's getting better. It's just that when you talk to 17 and 18-year-old kids, you know, no one wants to no one wants to wear Adidas stuff. It's just it's just not it's not cool. But, um the unique branding that that Nike has with Oregon, they'll never. I think it was, it might have been Dusty and Danny that were talking about this, but uh, like, <clears throat> what? Danny and Dusty. Danny and Dusty. Sorry, <laughs> they'll never be another one because, like, y- you think about how unique it is. Like, you can uh, Kansas obviously is is a big deal for for Adidas, right? It's it's one of the best basketball programs ever. You know, blue blood, and 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 they've got their hooks in. It's it's the crown jewel of it in Washington. Maybe they become the crown jewel of their, of their football schools. Cause there's not many. I think, I think Wisconsin is another one. Um, there's a couple, but I think there's like 10 or 12 total. You know, uh, that KU Adidas deal is the largest apparel deal in college athletics, which is why they went with Adidas 14 years, 200 million. Yeah. I mean, they had to overpay to, mm. to, to be on the, mm. you know, to get, to get Kansas out of, out of Nike because they needed a, a marquee brand. And like I said, maybe they're trying to do that with Washington, but to say that you can be the organ, Nike was founded. I mean, like you, you think, my God, they were they were pouring molds for shoes at 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 at, at, at the campus at their track coach's house. Like there'll never be another. There'll never be another school with an attachment to it like Nike. I mean, Under Armour had Maryland. You mean like be- Oregon. Or like Oregon, yeah, because like the Maryland guy that started uh, Under Armour, he played football at, at Maryland. But it wasn't it wasn't born and bred out of out of that university. There'll never be another school with a connection to a company quite like Nike in Oregon. It is unique and it can be you can try to duplicate it and many schools have. And it's not like Nike isn't a big deal at Ohio State or, or Duke or any other places, but that you just can't recreate what Oregon has with Nike because of, of the roots and, and where it was founded. Uh, next up in the uh, college football Friday grab bag, I got an update on Colorado. Let's check in on Dion. Yeah. What's up, boss? You believe that? Oh, and by the way, speaking of corners, uh, Nate Wiggins, the cornerback from Clemson, who may be the first or second corner off the board, he ran four two eight. That's pretty fast. 
Yeah. Is that fast? Yeah. I, that's, do you believe? I do believe that 428 is indeed uh, fast. I, yeah, I don't. But that's. I don't know. It's fast. John Ross ran like a <laughs> two five. He is terrible. And he sucked. He's terrible. So I. Yeah. I don't know. Wigan's supposed to be good. So we'll check in on uh, Dion and uh, the 14-team playoff that appears to be coming to college football in 2026. Why is that not 16? And why is that not 32? And why is that not 64? 112. Are there 112 teams? Yeah. Isn't there like a – I think there's like 100 because we we go through the rankings and I think it's it's like 112, 116, something like that, that play Division I football. Wouldn't we want 124, though? At a, at sixty two, uh, six. Oh no, we wouldn't. What? Damn it! If there's not that many, wait, sixty. We can't have we can't have more teams. I'm doing than, math. Than there are one hundred and thirty four FBS oh, schools. Then oh. we could do we could do sixty four. Sixty four is one hundred and twenty eight. Okay, one hundred twenty eight. So we'll leave out six only teams six. Get left out. Yeah, <laughs> don't be one of them. And you get a playoffs. We'll just start the playoffs in week one. Exactly. You lose your. That's the way. It, that's the way it should be. Only one team's left undefeated. All right. Uh, that next on the fan. Hey, Joey Harrington's coming up a little bit later. Story time with Joey. I'm going to ask him if he believes in any conspiracy theories. Does he think birds are fake? Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Do you have one that you kind of hold on to? I mean, you know, you would have to list them because I'm probably... Surely there's something that my dumb brain believes... In, but I, 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 off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. I think the most common sports one is the uh, the cold envelope for yeah. the, for Ewing. I and could the be Knicks. talked into that. I believe in the JFK one. What's the JFK I, one? I think we killed him. Oh, we, the like the royal right? we, the editorial we. I think the government killed him, oh. or at least knew about it and covered it up. I don't. At this point, I I, I see. Like zero. I I don't know how anyone can believe that that went down the way they say it went down. The Warren Commission. I just that's. Right. I don't even think that's a conspiracy theory anymore. I think that's the vast majority See, of people. The problem with the conspiracy theory thing is that I don't even. I don't know enough about like the. I've watched the movie JFK. <laughs> I've seen it. Oliver Stone. I've been to where he was shot. Yeah. Uh. I know who Jack Ruby is. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like I don't, I don't have a depth of knowledge on no. that. See, and I don't, I can't. And most people don't on no, conspiracy they, theories, they right? Like they're just like, oh, the Earth's flat. That makes sense. Yeah, I would say that's the only one that I can really think of that I. Well, what other conspiracy theories are there? Well, there's a bunch that I that would are, say th- that are th- common. The two most famous ones. Well, actually, there's there's three off the top of my head. One's JFK. Mm-hmm. The other one is the moon landing okay. that we that we didn't go to the moon. And I definitely do not believe in that. Which one. Which is just so ridiculous. That one's just. Yeah, Beyond. we weren't there. I've got a list of the top 20. And then 9-11 oh. being an inside job. Okay, yep. not, not true. I would say that one was a, was a real, real big one. Uh, I would say recently, the uh, obviously, the, the, the jab, the, the vaccine. Oh, the jab. Yeah. The vaccine is, is a huge <laughs> one. Um, I don't know if it's it's a huge one amongst mass people, but the, the whole child celebrity sex ring thing uh like the pizza parlor thing the pizza parlor thing epstein island uh that the um what would you say whatever the the the, now you're getting out there 
Well, and then the, the other one is like, what, what is the, like the, the Bilderbergs or the Illuminati or whatever, the secret society that runs the world. Like that's. I could be talking to that. That's a big one. Yeah. Have you heard that connected with the whole Denver airport that if you fly yeah. over, you can see the vents yeah. from the people <laughs> yeah. living underneath yeah. there. Yeah. That's on this list. So I would say just off. And again, that's, that's, that's just off the top of my head. Those are the ones that I. What do you got on that list? So, uh, yeah, you guys mentioned a bunch of them. Moon landing, JFK, 9-11. Um, this one here says Princess Dies Murder. I don't. Oh, or, or yeah. Princess Dies oh, Death. It, it wasn't a. It wasn't yeah, an accident. Yeah, yeah. They, why did? They, why are they? I don't. I don't actually it? know the what's behind that conspiracy. It just says that that's one of them. People yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, we have Paul McCartney's death. Wait, uh, or, oh, oh no! Wait, I mean, so what? The whole Paul is dead. Paul thing? is dead. The I don't remember. You that. play the record backwards and oh, like predicting yeah. it or yeah. that it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Roswell crash and cover up. Yeah. It would like um, the Egyptians with the the aliens and the the pyramids. Would that be a conspiracy theory? Oh, uh, and like Stonehenge. Yeah, that like aliens, like we didn't build the pyramids that, and and like like the aliens are like seeded us, and they the ones that you know that started work. We're, we're an alien colony, and they built the pyramids and all that crap. Also lists uh, protocols of the elders of Zion. Don't know that. Uh, the what? Satanic Panic. Chemtrails, Barack yeah, Obama, birtherism. I, yeah, the chemtrails one I know. That's uh, like when the, the the jets when you the, the jets that leave the clouds behind them. Yeah, that that's yeah I don't know that's mind control or killing us or something. I don't know. COVID and five G. Birds yeah. aren't real. The Earth is flat. <laughs> Reptilians run the U.S. government. The dumbest. Oh, okay. The dumbest one, honestly, dumber than the reptil- reptilian one is the flat Earth. That's the dumbest one. Yeah, because that's like proven. Well, it's man. Well, like let's, because you would think that the the reptilian, uh, what is that series V, right? <laughs> that 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 was the whole. It was an '80s sci-fi miniseries called V, where the aliens were running us. So you would say that that's the dumbest one possible. But let me ask you, which one is more plausible or implausible? The idea that uh, that an extraterrestrial race in <laughs> came down and is impersonating us. And is is kind of controlling us, and that's so far out there. Or or the fact that every bit of science that we have, from satellite imagery to to everything, the me. tides, everything, you're losing me, and that the Earth is somehow flat. I'm sorry, that one is more. That is dumber than the idea that reptilian aliens are are ruling the world. It really is, and yet people believe it. Hmm. That's how stupid people are. There's quite a few sports. Conspiracies Ooh. on here that I hadn't uh, really considered. Give me some of those. Frozen envelope, right? The so lid, frozen envelope was number two on here. The number one is, of course, that Michael Jordan going to play baseball was a gambling suspension from yeah. the NBA. A lot of people, was lot of people believe that. I don't. I don't. I could be talking to that one. I could too. Uh, number three is that Cal Ripken Jr.'s streak was saved by an intentional power outage when uh, Camden Yards had a power outage. A couple. Schultze believes that. It's a, it was. I don't know how <laughs> far in advance it was from him breaking the streak. I think it was that during that season though, and oh. uh, yeah. he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, to Schultz, the game in time. Schultze believes in all that. That that was so like they, a, a c- constructed thing. So wait, they shut the power off because he wasn't going to be at the game in time. I think it was that the lights weren't working there or something. And so the, I mean, every now and then with the old stadium lights, you get those delays, and there and there's thoughts that they did it on purpose that night because Cal wasn't going to make it to the game in time and was going to have to be a scratch snapping the streak. That's not that far-fetched. No. What else? That NBA Game 6 of the 2020 or 2002 Western Conference Finals was rigged. Kings Lakers. Dude, I remember that. That Boy, I tell yeah. you, that's that's a, there's a lot of evidence to back that you one. You can up. look into that one and be like, whoa. But a lot, that's that's just that's a Don, like that's not an NBA thing. That's just a Tim Donahue was on the take. 
I don't know about this one. Souk might. The 1995 New Zealand national rugby team was poisoned prior to the World Cup. Yeah, I've heard that one. Uh, Probably happened. The All Blacks. That's like the whole Michael Jordan flu thing. You know, they, they were they were given tainted food. The flu game, he was... Yeah. He was, uh, he was poisoned by a pizza guy. Mm-hmm. That the NFL destroyed Spygate evidence to hide what the Patriots were really doing. Hadn't what were they really before. doing, though? Yeah. They there, that, there was, that there was even more there than just, like, filming practices, maybe? Uh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Pete Rose had a secret agreement to be reinstated. Wait, to... can I just say that it is weird that they destroyed the Spygate evidence? Yeah. Yeah, or they the, did. The, the, that it's like, no, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Like, why did they do that? This is why the the conspiracy theories out there. And they yeah, said, why, I mean, like, why did they do that? I, th- there's You're no reason to do that. There's no reason behind it other than uh-huh. that it was burned. Pete Rose, what? Um, let's see. That Pete Rose had a secret agreement to be reinstated to baseball after a lifetime ban. With who? Well, Bud let's Seeley? see. Yeah, who cares? Bart Giamatti. That base. Oh, the, the the commissioner who was commissioning then. He had like a, you know, a back a back room deal with him that like, hey, take this suspension now. I'll eventually lift it, but we have to do this to like save face. Well, look. And then the guy died. So the next commissioner's yeah. like, no, you're suspended for life. I think what we're learning here is that not all conspiracy theories are created equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are varying degrees of crazy. Some are more plausible than others. And so the, the do I believe in it? Yeah, I could be talked into a few of these, and then others are just badass. Suk, your thoughts on the Ali Liston punch, the phantom punch people thought was... Oh, uh, that's that's ridiculous. He just he caught him on the chin. The, I'll tell you the A way, lot of people, though, think that that was... That is. You hear that all the time. Because Sonny Liston was a, he was a mob guy. He had mob ties. I didn't so, know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, Sonny mm-hmm. Liston used to be a, uh, what was he, like an, an enforcer? He like broke thumbs for the mob. Sonny Liston was a nice. bad dude. And so yeah, the idea is that 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 it was on the take, but that's that's horse nears. The rugby one is the rugby one is intriguing if you look into that, because that was um, you know the movie Invictus. I know not a lot of people. I didn't want to go into it too much because rugby people are like, eh. but conspiracies, yeah. I love rugby. Uh, I think it's great. So in '95, you know the movie Invictus with Morgan Freeman, he played Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. So that was obviously with the turmoil or turmoil of apartheid and bringing South Africa together. Well, the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, was held in. South Africa, hosted by South Africa. And the All Blacks and New Zealand team was the best rugby team in the world. The favorite supposed to win it. Favorite supposed to win it. And in the finals, like 20 something All Black players all came down with something. I think it was Nelson Mandela's bodyguard that said that they were poisoned. And, you know, it was this great story. And South Africa upsets and they bring the country together. And so. I, that's one of those like if you read into that like I could buy into you that. could you you could well, buy it because that, that even... was that was a huge national moment for that country. But well, we really... have the Jordan pizza story here, but right? Wait a minute. Is that really a conspiracy theory? Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Although a lot of it's not really a conspiracy like it, they got sick. They got sick. So it, the conspiracy, conspiracy is, someone did it on purpose. Is yes. How? Yes, yes. The, rug, the the New Zealand team was sick. How they got sick is the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy and, is that it wasn't by chance. Well, that's yes. not a big leap, though. Like, no, it's like not. again, you're talking about these. If if you told me that you had an entire country that yeah. was going through the some of the worst racial turmoil we've seen in modern history, and you were hosting this giant event, it was like the second or third World Cup ever for rugby. It was the source of national pride, and this team was going to be the whites and blacks together. It was going to unite the country. Nelson Mandela's there. He's out of prison. He's yeah. the president. And you're telling me you're going to lose to New Zealand and like not on, on your home stadium in your home country? 
Nah, they, yeah, po- they poison those guys. There's the one I believe in. Yeah, I they, believe in that. They poison those guys. Man, you talking like that makes me think that, like, in New Orleans, Atlanta, like, let Steve Gleason through to go uh, block that punt or something. Oh. You know, Katrina, like, let's let's rally the city. We need this well, be NFL like, script. Imagine after 9-11, if, if we... <laughs> After 9-11... Yankees if, if went to the World Series. Yankees are in the World Series, but imagine they were playing... They were playing the Iraqi national team. <laughs> you think there's any way that we're make, that, that we wouldn't make sure that we... And, and by the way, the game is being played in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, which way do you think the 3-2 pitch on the corner is going to get called? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we're like, hey, you know what? If we got if we got to poison some players and make sure some people got the trots while you're out there in your little rugby shorts, let's make it happen. And by the to this day, I hate South African rugby. And they won, they beat New Zealand again this year in the Rugby World Cup. Probably uh, poisoned them. Probably poisoned them again by one by one freaking point. All right. Well, let me just say for the record, suck it, South Africa. A little bit of a diversion there. But all that to tell you, Joey Harrington's coming up at 530. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah, we made a hard left hand yeah. turn. All right. The college football Friday grab bag continues next. We're gonna check in on Dion at CU. Colorado. See you. See you, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, 359 on the fan. I ran through that bull junkie road. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.